0: This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the miniatures gaming companion podcast the Dice Over Everything, where we choose a topic and talk about them for as long as
1: the dice decide. All right, you got the dice. I do. So what are you doing hard at work for the hobby this week? Four minutes. So, well,
0: um... I have just finished uh, enough models for my Hack Islam army to actually play my Hack Islam army now, my assassins. So oh, that felt stuff? great. Yeah. Nice. yeah, well, I didn't finish all of them. Uh, some of them are still on the table. Um, but I have basically enough. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I basically finished my Boptar, putting in a bunch of lots. It's basically, they're kind of in a black kind of uh, costume. So it's a little bit easier, just a bunch of like white lines and some 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 playing around with uh, some grays and stuff just to make it different than the normal way I do it. It's, it's fun.
1: So you want to be one of the first people to get those new profiles for those in models on the table? Because I don't think we've, we've well, seen anyone else get them on the table yet.
0: Yeah, I think basically the reason why I decided to do that is because it feels like a big ripoff if you want if you buy them just like brand new to to you know, and, and then you just take forever to get them on the table you're, you're thinking like why was I so in a rush to to buy the new set especially when uh, it's known that Infinity will often rebox them about a year later as, like, a one set so I don't have to buy both sides, which I will often do. And mm-hmm. I, I wasn't even going to play the other side. I actually ended up splitting it with uh, one of our buddies. I think I mentioned that. So that's – I guess that's fine. But, like, the entire reason why I'm paying this premium is because I want them as soon as possible, right? I want to have the new Gribblies, like, just as they come out. But if it sits in my box for, like, another year, there's no point for me to have bought them.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, I, I build armies differently. <laughs> I amass them into stupid quantities and then assemble, like, 40 of them at once. So it's like, oh, there's not even enough out yet because it's a new army. I've got to just start amassing. Anyhow.
0: Okay, sure. So what you're saying is that that, that doesn't affect you and you, you basically do the opposite.
1: Yeah. Anyhow, I've, I've not been trying to paint 40 things at once. I've just been painting... Some Raging Heroes, Void Elves. I think I mentioned that the last time, but they're getting Mm -hmm. much closer. So I was painting a lot of the armor this week. It's kind of fun to paint. Like They're basically more dark. They're dark Eldar styles. I've Mm -hmm. painted them sort of like how dark Eldar armor is actually painted, where the armor is like a color, but it's very, very dark, and it has super bright edge highlighting to it. So it gives it kind of Mm -hmm. a neat look. Like, I haven't done that Just experimenting,
0: having fun. And because it's not your, like infinity armies or whatever then you, you 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 play a little bit more
1: yeah there's only 10 of them so like it's one batch it's a one and done paint thing. So you don't have to have
0: 40 du- piled up before you can start because you're like well, no there's just 10
1: the entire no, long, complete set is 10 yeah as long as i don't get stuck into thinking i should play like 40k with raging heroes elves yeah i'll be fine
0: yeah yeah, it's kind of like, I guess, when we did the what was the two other things that were, were standoffs, uh, were um, the Blood Bowl, right? You p- p- painted just uh, one Blood Bowl team, and then you did the same thing when we did uh, Necromunda, which was the biggest dud ever.
1: Yep. I'm sure the minis will be good for something or other.
0: <laughs> well, w- w- with this thing, you know, it's for our game, and... Uh, Generally, there's a lot of different kind of sci-fi, like random stuff that we might end up picking up. So it, this, I do like taking just like, you know, having a little collection for every single type of genre you can play so that you can shove them in whenever you need them.
1: Yeah, like i said before, I've bought Dark Elder back in the day, never built or mm-hmm. assembled any of them because I kind of want like the look of it, but then sold it all off. And now it's like, yes, I finally built built Dark Elder. <laughs> Something similar.
0: Yep. Yep. All right, so now to the next questions. Do you have
1: one? Sure. So, going back to things that are more like recent experiments, you've been doing like 3D printing lately, and I think you mentioned that like you were playing around with like what type of resin works best for what, and like what and trying out mixing resins together. Uh, This is, I think, this is mostly gonna be your answer for this. But do you think it's actually worthwhile now that you've tried it to mix resins? Or should you just like stick with one product?
0: Oh, I hope it's not a long answer because I'm basically a noob. God damn it. Six minutes. Why would you ask such a such a like question about, from a noob? I'm going to fucking BS for six minutes about things that I just don't really know that much about. So let me just <laughs> talk a little bit about... Um, resins said like 3d printing okay so um that's that's a good question
1: um it's a good question for someone
0: <laughs> yeah it's a good question for someone i feel like for me as it is right now i probably will end up mixing a little bit <clears throat> but it's mostly because
1: um so what I've noticed from like what the stuff you gave me is you started off with like the resin that came with the 3D printer. That you got an 8K 3D printer, so you got like the the resin that's meant to go with it that you yeah. first started printing with. Well, it's
0: for the highest quality,
1: yeah. Mhm. And yeah. that and that came out. It wasn't. I wouldn't call it brittle, but if you were going to print something really spindly, you'd have to think twice uh-huh. about it because your supports might break it off. Or if you didn't handle it right, it could actually, like if you had a little tiny whip thing or little strands of hair, Mm -hmm. you might worry that handling the wrong would break. Yeah. Okay. So then to sort of move towards, but I guess that gives you the best detail, which things were really, really detailed, but the things you printed were kind of chunky. And Uh so for thinner stuff, you tried out, did you just, when you first got a more flexible resin, I guess that wasn't like rated for the highest level of detail?
0: Yeah, so basically it seems like there's two, there's basically like for that kind of thing, there's the, there's the two things, like when you have it more brittle, you're able to retain the more detail and the more like ABS plastic, which is like flexible it is, the harder it is to retain detail, I guess it becomes softer, right? So the, the features are soft, the, the features are softer. And so that's what it seems like, at least for miniature paint, uh, miniature um, uh, printers, what people are trying to dial into right because you know when you're playing it you want it to be more flexible and more able to survive things like you know like small falls or like some move movement in your bag or or stuff like that right the best is if it can literally survive a fall from the table to the ground right whereas the like 8k definitely like if if you if it like falls like they're, they're also a little bit heavy, right? So if they fall, you're, it's, there's a very good chance it's going to get chipped. A piece is going to fly off or something like that, right? It's like, I don't know, like, what would you call it? Like stone or something like that, right? Whereas the ABS thing is literally like ABS plastic. It's very, very flexible. Uh, and so those are like very – I was impressed actually because I didn't realize uh, how flexible the ABS plastic could be. And there's actually things that are even more rubbery than that. Right. So you can get really rubbery uh, resins to get really rubbery stuff, which like can really, really flex or bend and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. are like, are like plastics that you would be impossible to break. Right. Kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Just thinking of like having that material for like traditional cast resin stuff, when you get to the really soft end, I find it really annoying to remove the mold lines. Because mm-hmm. it's it's just you can't use you can't use filing as much and you can't your scraping has to be done differently you just have to cut it off but with 3D printing I guess it doesn't matter so much because you're just cutting off supports it
0: doesn't matter quite as much supports still become an issue with you know the little connection points right if it connects to a point um it can still you know leave a mark right if you don't clean it off uh, well right it's just it is just there's a lot there's not a bold line it's a bold dot basically mm-hmm. right. And then oftentimes, especially with the more brittle stuff, it's very easy to clean up because it's brittle, right? You just scrape it off carefully and then, you know, your line will disappear, right?
1: Yep, you just file it. Uh, So
0: so from what I have seen, there's probably like, like the thing is every single apparently uh, printer is slightly different in the way that, I don't know, the, the operations that it needs. But it seems like... I don't know, they like the, the the what you want is kind of specific to you, right? Because and I guess APS to sculpt too. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably specific to the sculpt. Like the thing is how much flexibility do you really need because you do lose the like lose the detail, right? And how much everyone how much detail everyone wants is kind of different or is accepted how much detail everyone accepts is different and then every 3d printer type or whatever is going to be slightly different in terms of the details that it can get right so i think there's basically certain like the abs like resin is supposed to be for miniatures right but for miniature gamers who want as much flexibility who will also accept that level of detail. But especially when you start getting to eight like for four K's, I think it's probably generally fine. But for like eight Ks, which can get even higher detail, if you use like the higher kind of resins, I feel like that's the kind of um what do you call it? The kind of thing where you're where you're getting you're starting to want resins in between. And it doesn't seem like there are like, I don't know, resins rated for what i want right because for me like the 8k has a detail that i want but i want it just slightly more flexible kind of thing whereas it seems like literally the abs that you get and the the 8k are like those are just the off the shelf like formulations that they expect users want right they're like well you either want you know, flexible, you want something like that, you care about the ability to like not die when you fall off the table. So you're gonna get the ABS. But if you really care about high quality, like you're you only paint like display pieces that are gonna stay on the shelf and you're not gonna play with them, then you'd obviously use the AK. Right? Yep. So then apparently we care more about uh details and maybe this will change in the future, but apparently maybe we care more about details than the average miniature gamer. Especially um, remember, like eight K's are only what a year old? Less than a year old? maybe at this point a year old. And so, more people
1: jumped in when four Ks appeared, because at four K most exactly. people are like, Yeah, I can't this this is great looking, like I can't paint beyond yeah. this, so what do I care? Yeah, and there's still four Ks.
0: And maybe maybe that's actually something I should look into, to, to buy four K resins uh which i did not buy right but maybe that's the perfect kind of of detail maybe that'll give me the detail maybe that is literally the the thing in between right because apparently 8k resin is extra brittle but maybe if i get the 4k that's literally the in between the cuz i assume they're formulating it to be as as flexible as possible while still getting into the detail when it was 4k maybe that was that's exactly what i ended up Mixing, right? When you start mixing the the ABS-like, which is the super whatever, and then with the AK, you maybe end up somewhere in the 4K. So maybe I just need to experiment more.
1: In compromise, but if I don't, you're, like, oh. Oh. you're like, oh, I'm just going to get 4K quality with an AK printer most of the time. That's fine. Like when you really yeah, want the basically. detail, you can you can up up the quality or just for the most yeah. Part. Like when I
0: want the, the display K uh, display uh, pieces or like you know we talked about like printing off main pieces right the main body especially if they're multi-part the main body and the 8k and then the arms and things that are more likely to break uh with the less detailed stuff so i will probably mix it unless i find my perfect amount which might be a 4k that you know what i'm gonna go buy this after so that's me basically bullshitting for six minutes to come to say yeah yes yes i will mix it uh, unless I find one that does exactly what I
1: want. Yeah, well, I guess anyone listening can comment on what they, they prefer using for for their resins so that you can continue your journey.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. And help me out, because I don't know. I'm just a a noob. All right. So I guess my uh, question is...
1: Oh, well, wasn't that 10 um, minutes? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, that was over, that, that, actually i know no no that wasn't sex was that 10
1: minutes already it was we hit a four and a six. Oh, damn that's, all that's right the well, dice just that's did. it <laughs> this is the most
0: this is like the <laughs> least content podcast i think we've ever done where i'm just like oh no for six minutes but all right i just repeat the same thing over and over again well that's that that's how the dice roll uh, if you have any thoughts, or you can teach us about resin printing and what we should be doing, and what's the perfect kind of uh, uh, resin type that can—that's somewhere in between 8K and ABS-like, so that I don't have to mix my uh, resins. Uh, why don't you give us a call? Uh, you can contact us at uh, contact
1: at diceovereverything.com. Yep, yeah, or find us on Facebook, we're Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. Hey, it's been Brandon.
0: Bye.